The savings rock when you find a new way to roll. Like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, commuter connections can match you with others who live and work near you. It's easy and free. Plus, you can get cash and other rewards for carpooling, up to $600 a year. Get rolling on a new way to work with Rideshare. Register today at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. Hey, have you heard the Virginia Lottery has a new Willy Wonka Golden Ticket Scratcher that has a top prize of $100,000? Tell that to my automated Golden Ticket Scratcher apparatus. You simply put the ticket in here, and the machine scratches it for you. And while we wait, we can play the Willy Wonka Golden Ticket online game with a top prize of $1 million. Just visit VALottery.com or use the lottery app. That's one impressive scratcher apparatus. Use it whenever. What's mine is yours. But hands off the scratcher. That Willy Wonka Golden Ticket is all mine. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat. Hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, you can't get fooled again. Anyway, welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Ben Kissel. Uh, as always, joined by Marcus Parks. Honored to have today's guest with us. He's a lawyer. He's a friend. He's the co-host of The Brighter Side right here on Cave Comedy Radio. And also, he's a regular on America Now, which is on iHeartRadio. That is Megan, Ke- uh, Megan McCain's uh, very good radio show. Cena John is with us. Hey! And the crowd goes crazy. Why not? I really felt like an audience was going to start clapping there. Maybe we could put that in post. Yeah, put it in Make Marcus have a bunch of work and uh, make sure that that work has to feed your ego as well, which is perfect. Today we're going to be discussing gun, gun control. Should we have it? Should we not have it? The culture in general. um, Obviously, we're up to 355 mass shootings. Some people say... We're uh, only at four mass shootings, but uh, people get into semantics when it comes to the numbers. Right. Uh, the uh, mass shootings, people are saying when they say 355, they're talking four or more people shot. But the right. FBI defines mass shooting as four or more people killed. Right. So if you're saying that, you know, so if they're not a good shot or if they're not as good at getting that kill shot, then it's not a mass shooting. It's just a gun incident. You failed. For a country <laughs> run by lawyers, I'm not surprised. That's right. So we can all agree on one thing. We've had 355 very uncool gun days. <laughs> yeah. At the very least. It doesn't matter if you call them a mass shooting or just a, uh, I guess, a random murder. Yeah. Bullets are it's tearing more- through flesh every single day in America. Right. I mean, and- every single hour in America. <laughs> every Possibly every single minute in America. Right. Henry Allen, he's a writer for the Washington Post. I just want to go briefly into this. Uh, he wrote an article about gun culture and why Americans love it. He quoted a historian, Richard Hofstetter, uh, and basically the guy said, Americans' love of guns began in, with the New England Indians trying to drive out settlers during the King Philip's War from 1675 to 1676. Some 5% to 10% of the settler men uh, were of fighting age and they were killed. Laws soon required settlers to keep firearms in their home. The 1700s brought us the Kentucky rifle, the long-range symbol of frontier independence. George Washington, as a matter of fact, uh, not only loved the gun, he also loved the apparel. So that's where you see the white shirts that come in, the Mm. gun shirts. Speaking of fancy, George Washington was a fancy man, and he uh, told everyone to not only shoot the gun, but look good while you do it. 
Then, of course, we have the 19th century where Samuel Colt uh, brought in the uh, gleaming modern, modern, modernity, mm-hmm. modernity of mass production uh, to gun making. And then that brings us up to the modern day uh, era of the 20th century where we have the dark romance with guns going back to the mafia, the Tommy gun. And now, of course, we're into the AR-15s. The AK-47s came in with the Afghanistan wars and things like that. Now we're at the AR-15s and America's love of guns seems to be at an all-time high. September was the fifth month in a row where the gun sales in this country uh, set records. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't seem as if gun control... uh, Gun limits... Limits on guns is going... uh, It has has no... uh, It has no political will in this country despite the massacres that have occurred on uh, more than a daily basis. Well, in fact, the uh, gun sales are going up because of what's going on on a daily basis right people are scared that the government is going to begin taking their guns so they're hoarding them uh and um terrified of government tyranny see now let's talk about let's start with this whole idea of gun-free zones because this is one of the things that actually has been able to get past all 50 states in the united states right now allow for conceal and carry i believe illinois was the last one uh to allow for conceal and carry so when this happened institutions like bars uh uh, theaters, the MoMA, because you don't necessarily need a gun when you're going to listen to Yoko Ono scream in a hallway at the MoMA. You might just shoot her. What do you think about the, in my opinion, it is a symbolic band-aid at best, these gun-free zones, but do you think they actually have, do they hold any weight in securing public safety? I think a, gun, a gun-free zone is a band-aid. I think too often the solutions we think up in this country are just little hydrogen peroxide on a cut, put some Neosporin on it, and put a Band-Aid on it. Right. What we need is a fundamental reevaluation of what the Second Amendment means, the spirit of it at that time, and how we can put it in a modern context today. Now, how would you put that in a modern context? Because you have the situation, the Second Amendment, like the entire Constitution, is extremely vague, almost as vague as a horoscope, so you can kind of pick and choose what you want. Like all texts that we deem important, all religious texts, everything that stood the test of time, it stood the test of time because you can kind of manipulate it and project your own opinions onto it, which is why it's always here. And that's why it's, it's malleable uh, in that way. What would be a, uh, an adjustment to the Second Amendment that you would like to see? Because on social media, a lot of people are just like, get rid of the Second Amendment. I believe if you get rid of the Second Amendment, we don't have the First Amendment. How are you going to protect okay. freedom of speech unless you have the ability to back it up with your own um, – protecting your own sovereignty, protecting your own self? You can't have freedom of speech unless you have the ability to defend yourself. Do you think that your fundamental right to own a gun is on the same level – as your right to political speech. I believe that uh, owning a gun is political speech. No, no, that, that, so you're saying they're both the same. So why do they have a Second Amendment? Well, that, the Second Amendment has to be there. The Second Amendment is not a metaphor. It is a very clear statement yes. about a well-regulated militia and that the citizenry should be armed. And this is before, of course, we had uh, the, the governments put in place that we have now. I mean, the state governments were very, very small. You know, everything was in you complete and utter pro- chaos. You, you had to protect. protect yourself and you needed to protect your land. Once you give somebody land, you have to, have, you have to give them the ability to, uh, to defend it. So the Second Amendment, but now it is not as if it hasn't been up for grabs in certain areas. I was just doing some research on the black codes. During the 13th, 13th Amendment passed, basically outlawed all blacks uh, from owning firearms, owning weapons. The 14th Amendment um, 
later on passed, and they got rid of that. They deemed that unconstitutional. We do have a history of banning um, minorities and poor individuals, usually in urban settings. We have taken away their fundamental right for the Second Amendment. And you look at those locations, and what do you make of the argument that those places are much more likely to have gun violence in them, and they're much more likely to also, ironically, then be heavily policed because the cops know exactly where they can go and uh, and make a collar for the night. Yeah, I think that's an enforcement issue. I think you have a lot more criminal enforcement problems in those areas that kind of instigate gun violence and instigate crime and instigate people wanting to be armed so that they can defend themselves. Also, the career of choice in a lot of those areas is not to go into a community college and get an education and get a real job. It's hip-hop or f- drug dealing. So you're blaming the lack of upward mobility, the lack of... Um, yeah, it's... There's the, systemic- the lack of being able to find a job. That's what you would equate to the gun violence in uh, in uh, urban centers. It's not because they can't go to the police because the police are so corrupt and they have to settle their own feuds on their own. Yeah, absolutely. We have economic disparity between the poorest in this country and the and the wealthy is what precipitates a lot of this violence and a lot of a lot of the terrible things that happen in the urban centers of our country. The irony about uh, many liberals, okay, they're against the police, right? I mean, obviously, with the Black Lives Matters movement, which I think has a lot of justification, specifically when it comes to the mass incarceration rights, which are um, obviously predatory on minority communities and and the poor. Uh, I don't know what they're doing on college campuses. That's a whole other thing. But those kids are just having fun. And uh, I think they're having a lot of sex. I hope so anyway. If I you protest so. with somebody for eight hours, you better have that sex. That it's day. all about sex. Thank God. <laughs> Every single bit of it. They're very much against the police. Obviously, I'm very pro-filming the cops. We've seen the situation like we just had with the um, commissioner and McCar- uh, Commissioner McCarthy, who just got fired from Rahm Emanuel uh, in Chicago when that poor man was walking down the street on PCP, and uh, they shot him over a year ago. They ended up going to a Burger King. Getting rid of the video footage, ironically enough, there was video footage of them getting rid of the video footage, which is the most powerful video footage you can have. So he's fired. He's gone. Corrupt policing, which is a real thing, liberals absolutely hate, but then they're also against the society itself being armed against the, uh, to protect themselves against corrupt policing. And when you do make something illegal, doesn't that just silence the people who are in that community? No, not- if you find a gun, you don't want to bring it into the police station. I mean, what do you do with these things? No, I, I think there's this whole issue that we think that we need guns to protect ourselves. Protect ourselves from what? Protect ourselves from the government? Protect ourselves from each other? I think on a fundamental level, we want to protect ourselves to protect our community, to protect our families from right. whatever's happening in the world. Or we're just bloodthirsty and we want an excuse to shoot somebody. And we are used to that. In this country, right. we grew up. We are the founding fathers. All had guns. All probably killed something in their lives. They all. We all love killing in this country. I truly do believe right. that a lot of these people that are all about open carry, that are all about the Second Amendment, they just want to shoot somebody and they want an excuse to do it. These There's some of these people out there that are just waiting, praying for a mass shooting to break out so they can pump a couple bullets into someone's chest. I don't know. I don't give i don't think that people have that much of a bloodlust because okay we have 90 guns per 100 people in this country we average for every 100,000 people there's about 5.4 people that are uh, killed by guns so if you look at the number of guns in this country and you look at the number of incidents we're actually a fairly loving place considering how bad it could be 
So I don't necessarily think that people are, uh, they don't want blood. You know, they interviewed um, one of the managers in Sa- uh, San um, Bernardino. 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 Berdu, as they call it. I'm going to go with Berdu. San Berdu. San Berdu is so much better for me to say. <laughs> I've, been, I've been practicing Bernardino in my mind, in my mouth, uh, for weeks now. Ever since before the attack. <laughs> I just burdued in your mouth before the show. Yeah, thank you so much. I love it. It's like Binghamton. Mm, I don't like these names. It's not called Stevens Point, Wisconsin. I don't know how to say it. They interviewed a manager there, and he was discussing how he would have really enjoyed having a gun in that situation because he could have at the very least protected the people um, that he was uh, standing in front of in this, in this little utility closet. And uh, he expressed... The uh, California restrictions on conceal and carry, he thought that they were very inhibited. Uh, they inhibited, inhibited him from protecting himself during a mass shooting. Now, here's the thing about the guns, though. First of all, every state has different gun laws. Yes. Very few states. I mean, you can look at the numbers. They're all kind of different among the, uh, all these states. Oh, they're wildly we, different. Yeah, we need a federal rule. It's from the Constitution, so the federal government needs to make rules for the whole country to follow. So how do you do that? I mean, the difference in uh, between New York City and rural Georgia is so vast, it's almost two different countries. Well, no one it's needs an, entire- an AR-15, Ben. Nobody. How Nobody else are you going to go kill Nobody. the deers? I've heard this argument from real yeah. Southerners that have said, when you got a bunch of hogs in your farm and you got to lay them down, what are you going to do? I'll say, well, I don't know. You, do you need an AR-15? Well, you do it in 30 seconds as opposed to three hours. Uh, I'm sorry. You saved, you know, two hours and 59 hey. minutes and 30 seconds of your day. That that's not economic efficiency for the, me. The, where the risk of, of the gun getting into the hands of a mass shooter is so high. And each state having a restrictive gun law means nothing. Guns flow from every other state to everywhere. They right. are the core of interstate commerce, which is why the federal government should be allowed to regulate it. First of all, you got to kill the pigs quick in Georgia. Georgia Bulldogs are playing at Saturday, and they're playing for a big bowl game. People are busy, Cena. You have to let them get back to the television. I stand corrected. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. But again, in Georgia, I mean, you know, you don't really... The, the, the population is not nearly as large as it is in, you know, many urban centers. Do you need an AR-15? No. But let's talk about this, and then you, br- you bring up uh, a big issue with the militarization of the public. Going back to what we were discussing with the police, liberals are very upset with the militarization of the police, and and rightfully so in many ways. Obviously, what we had uh, happen in San Berdu, uh, <laughs> the militarization. San Berdu doesn't make sense, <laughs> by the way, at all. It's a that's, California thing. It's a ca- I'm hip. Uh, I'm California. That's why it doesn't San make sense. San Berdu. And I heard that from uh, a San Berduan. So, boom. <laughs> we're on. We're on. The, yeah. Hey, Vato, it's just San Berdu, okay? <laughs> that's correct. I love that man. Uh, they brought in, they were very militarized. Uh, the cops came in with all of their military goods. In a situation like you have there where you have two active shooters, not not knowing yet if this was some uh, inactive terrorism or whatever it might be, they knew that there were some bombs um, in the locations that may, may or may not go off at any moment. You have a situation like that. You have the two assailants in that case, the two terrorists using uh, you know high-tech military weapons. Do the cops 
have to be militarized as long as we have a militarized society. We need a militarized police force. And here's here's the difference that I think liberals will eventually come around to. Because for so long we didn't really think about this because all we see when we see a militarized police officer, we see a guy crushing a monster energy drink right. and like racking his like, you know, sawed off modified shotgun that he did in the back room one day with all the military gear that he has. And then there, we see these YouTube videos of them driving those uh, uh, all-terrain vehicles Right. doing donuts in the in the road. We need training for militarized police like we do our military. We need a marine level amount of training for the people that are on these SWAT teams. And we need the SWAT teams because we got right. the SWAT teams were birthed in the late 60s, early 70s because of a reaction to leftist terrorist groups and domestic terrorism in America. We had over a 100 uh, plane hijackings in the late 60s and early 70s. So uh, we realized as a country in New York, the FBI started this in New York, we needed a SWAT team. And it makes sense because the military should not be engaging with the citizenry to attack its own people. That's why you need to militarize police, but you need to train What's them. What's the difference? So you have – it's Training. It, that, that, but that is uh, like we were – that's semantics then. If you train yep. the police in a military style, you give them military goods, military weaponry, that's the military. A Marine will not act the same way as Tony who was crushing monster drinks and having 12 donuts and really pissed off that he didn't get laid last night. He is not on a war path. A military well, why is he tra- carbo-loading if he's not going to get laid? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even understand what you're a saying. A trained military professional knows how to engage a situation properly. So then you have a situation like we had in Texas recently, well, a couple of months back with Clive and Bundy. You know, we could take it all the way back to a situation like Waco. You know, when the cops then go in and enforce what they want, the ATF goes in and enforces um, what they believe the gun laws in the area to be, you have a standoff that can lead very easily into a situation like you have in Syria. You well, know, where as said- soon as you start shooting the uh, you know average citizens, which is what happens on a daily basis, or not a daily basis, but relatively regularly in more poor communities, that's when the unrest begins. Well, that speaks to Waco speaks to Cena's point exactly because the reason why Waco was such a huge clusterfuck was because the ATF wasn't trained properly. They were just right. a bunch of schlubs with military grade equipment accidentally started shooting the place and that's what started as up far the as, I know, as far as i know it's not illegal to live off the grid if they, if it is jesse ventura's got to na- change the name of his tv it show when you're <laughs> illegally stockpiling guns and incesting uh, and banging your little uh, little girls and little kids and stuff like that that was blown way out of proportion for david koresh Blow- he was he was massaging was, people that that is very true but when you're it inside of a, the point. when you're inside of a child it's not a massage anymore <laughs> Yes, yes. This is a very good point. Warren Jeffs, for example, but, as well. But he's right. We need to have a, a trained, a properly trained. These guys are not full-time SWAT teams. They're not no. sitting around waiting for the SWAT to get called. They're right. working a beat or working the cops. They're doing a, sitting in a speed trap all day. Man, if I was working a speed trap all day and I got a call that the SWAT team and I was on the SWAT team, I'd be like, woo <laughs> Right, it's a good day. We are rocking out. I am going to shoot some drug dealer in the face today. <laughs> and right. then I'm going to come home. Home and my wife's gonna blow me because I'm such a man. I believe the UK has had uh, th- was it three deaths by cops in the past like 20 years, and in the US we're up to about 600 mid 600s. Quite a yeah, few. But in the UK, everyone gets slapped a lot, a lot of slapping, which I think right. is very disrespectful. <laughs> it is, and it's slightly more disrespectful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, the cops are trained very much trained in the UK. They're trained in hand to hand combat. Yeah, they're trained to take people down. <laughs> 
fast. Right. They're all a bunch of Jean-Claude Van Dams, or dare I say, Mario Peebles. Have you ever seen a UK t- cop take down They'll a drunk do asshole? Oh, it's beautiful to see. Yeah, They'll do it. It's the same the argument. Question, but yeah. when you have the militarized cops, what I'm telling you is that is that is the exact argument that people on the right make for the reasons. That's the rationale they give to stockpiling the weapons. No. You know, there is no. no ban on how many bullets you can have and what? how many guns you can have. They just, you know, in 1968, there was the law where if you sold more than four guns uh, as a person, not an ind- you're not an ind- uh, industry, you're not a business, you can sell legally four guns. In 1986, yeah, they, they changed. changed it, and it's just uh, a reasonable amount of guns, but you can't make a living off of it, which is totally vague. So you have all of these guns out there that are just going from person to person in individual private sales. How could the government, who has a, now a more militarized police, in your, if, if, if you would have it your way, how could the government tell citizens to give up their guns when all they're doing is beefing up their, their defense? Why is it that Republicans offense? like you... I'm not a Republican. <laughs> I'm an independent. Why is it that dirty conservative Republicans like you, Ben? What is wrong with you? I voted for Joe Loda because de Blasio's terrible and Loda has a list, but I like people with disabilities. Um, it's always funny to call someone by their opposite party. Isn't it great? Yeah, well, I'm not a Democrat either. I'm writing in Marcus. I'm a Parksitarian. <laughs> Why does everyone ignore the first part of the Second Amendment? The well-regulated militia. What part of random number of citizens around the country means well-regulated? A militia has order and structure. It's a yeah. militia. The Minutemen at least had an order. They had a place where they had their guns. They had a place sure. there someone that listened to them. What part? Where does that happen? Nowhere. Only along the border where we have these people that are really off the grid that are just randomly killing Mexicans coming across the border do we have something of the order of a of a militia of any kind. Giving citizenry the, the guns and arming them is not like the military of police. The militarization of police is part of the government system already. It Which is, is well, why it's a problem. It's that a is well-regulated why- militia. The when the people feel as if they do not have control over the government, the government has all of the money. And again, you know, the irony is you can be as armed as you want to be. Uh, the Iraqis were armed as well. Every single time we've gone into war, we're fighting people who are armed, and we have the mass amount, uh, you know, we have so much more military might uh, than any citi- citizens could ever have. So at the end of the day, the, the government will end up winning. But that's the exact reason why people hoard weapons. That's why gun sales are at an all-time high. The cops are militarizing at a rate that we never expected. At no point uh, were police supposed to look like and act the way that they do now. And I don't know what came first, the militarization of the people or the militarization of the cops. But I believe at this point, um, the militarization of the cops are going through the roof. They go to these cop gun shows where they play with the newest toys like their Batman who just got something uh, to put on his utility belt uh, to, uh, to fight some of Joker's goons. You know, they, they go, they, there, was a, there was a t-shirt uh, that they were selling at one of these gun shows. You raise them, we cage them. The prison population is through the roof. People feel like they're right, they're, they're uh, freedoms are being shredded on and trampled on and one of the ways that they can... Um, I feel internally as if they have some power is to be armed. Are you talking about the cops or are you talking about the people? Because right now, if you're talking about the cops, that the cops are being militarized because of the war on drugs. Because there well, now actual- it's the war on terrorism. Well, no, the, the war on drugs is why the police over in the 80s got super hyper-militarized. It was the early 90s. That's when that's when they started getting militarized. That's when the federal government allowed uh, local municipalities to start bringing in military weapons. Before that, it was completely unthinkable. 
And then after 2001, they re-upped it. And, of course, what happens with these police uh, precincts, if they don't spend the money the government gave them on military goods, then their budget gets cut, and then the next year they can't have all the toys. So they have to spend, 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 so they can continue to spend the next year. Well, the great irony about the uh, the actual the people arming against the government is the people that say they're arming against the government are also the first people to, po- to post Blue Lives Matter. There's this yeah. complete and total disconnect between these people where they believe that they're going to be that they're arming themselves against the government without actually ever thinking about who they're going to have to shoot if the government actually does come for their guns. Yeah, the police are the ones that are going to be knocking on your door like, "All right, Sam, we're going to need you to step outside. The government's taking over your house right now." Or the troops, or who what who do they does... think is going to come get these and guns? Also, what is a gun, an AR-15, even hell, even a rocket launcher? What is that going to do against the government? We got tanks and drones <laughs> yes. yes my xbox can fly a drone right now over your house i mean that's basically the level of of how easy it is for our government to kill people i mean you know just so what's the point ben? The, the look at the bad news bears no one no one gave them credit for what they could do just a ragtag bunch with a drunk coach and next thing you know they went and won whatever the hell the bad bears news won <laughs> some little football thing but no that because just because you presume assume that one uh you know power is lesser than the other the the weaker power that's if anything more of a motivation for them to arm up so then give them drones they already have drones. No, no, give, just, no, no. Mil- give people missile launching drones. Drones are Hellfire the number one seller. Drones, uh, drones, and Elf on the Shelf yeah, no, are the two <laughs> number one sellers for Christmas they, this year. They can't. They can't carry Hellfire missiles. I've checked. Yeah, <laughs> have you? There's, they can only carry Marcus, like a, it, like a small. De- they can, always... buy, can can you no. buy Hellfire <laughs> missiles? God, I wish no. the government tracked the, the computer here with the Google searches. I, I've said it before, yeah. man. I'm, I'm on so many lists they fucking cancel out by now. <laughs> yes, we'll get back. But on that note, watch a great documentary. Terms and conditions may apply. Uh, it discusses how the NSA and the government tracks their Google searches. And um, there was a great example of a man who was Google searching how to kill your wife, how to get away with killing your wife. What do you? How how do you dispose of body? Turns out he was in Los Angeles. He worked on a true crime show. Yeah. So this is his research. But, uh, oh, you know, shit. on paper, it looks like he was the and the a, world's worst uh, husband and a potential serial killer. A note to listeners, if you really want to cover your tracks really well, just make a fake Google account under the name Benjamin Kissel uh-huh. yeah. and just search Google that way. I mean, it's the easiest thing to do. Super easy. And Ben has a Yahoo address, which who unbelievable. <laughs> right. All right, let's get back to it. Do we want to live in a world? I have a Gmail and a Yahoo, by the way. And my iPhone 6, which is the latest of all the iPhones, it combines them in all messages. You don't so. use that Gmail. I use the Gmail. I yes, no, just because you, you, you knew me before I started using the Gmail. I tried to get. I tried sending things to your Gmail account, Never and, and I was like, "Dude, I see that email." You're like, oh, "I didn't get email." I'm King well, Gmail, I, and I shot it. And I- Don't even get me started. I'm. I this. I this is why I cannot be armed. <laughs> I'd be talking to myself around two piles of blood. Okay, let me. <laughs> all right. No, I want to ask this. Yeah. Okay. I have questions too. Well, I have all of them. <laughs> no, you can ask a question in a second. But now, uh, for example, bulletproof backpacks. Those are going through the roof. School children are going to school wearing bulletproof backpacks. Do we all have to live like 50 Cent? 
it, do we con- is is that is that the next step? Have a gun and constantly be ready and prepared to be shot. I guarantee you, the next trend in clothing will involve bulletproof Kevlar. fibers. Yeah, Kevlar. I, I, I would buy it. if it's good looking enough. That, right. I mean, that's the, that's almost like a, a different track in our society. We fashion reacts to what society is feeling in the moment, and we'll have a few years of that un- until we have some real gun control red legislation. I mean, in the seventies, they were putting goldfish in their heels. You know that yeah. was like a cool oh, thing, so like, which cool. is so cool. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. bad poor goldfish. They're dancing to the disco, yeah, and then they're the, just red, bad music for a they're goldfish. They're gonna die soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're just gonna die. Oh, they're like, I wish I was still at the carnival. <laughs> Sad goldfish. I feel they only have three second memories, but then they constantly wake up in that hell, <laughs> a, the boot of a, the boot of a drugged up disco freak. <laughs> Why won't anyone feed me? <laughs> what a nightmare! Give that goldfish a gun so it can off itself. Do we want that? I mean, that's the society that we're discussing now. Is literally a peril that is you're you are constantly prepared. People talk uh, for to be shot. People talk about this as a new normal. This is not a new normal. This is normal normal. This has been the normal since 1999, since Columbine, since Klebold and Harris went in and shot up a damn school. So there's a couple things with that, Ben, and I and I think this is where we we differ on a fundamental view of what government could do for our country. Nothing. I believe the change that we need here is our democracy. Our federal government is supposed to reflect what kind of country we want to have. And we don't – I don't fundamentally think that we want to have a country where everyone's armed or that Kevlar vest You don't or fundamentally think pants. that we want to have a country that's uh, armed? I mean, again, 90 out of 100. There, for every 100 people, there are 90 guns. I mean, this it's a huge industry. Millions and millions and billions of dollars every yes. single year. I mean, I feel like the okay. numbers prove uh, you we to be wrong on that. unsafely armed. Why is it that if we love arms so much, why don't we have safety precautions? Why don't we have smart gun technology? Why has that not taken off? Where when you hold a gun, there's either a fingerprint recognition on it or some sort of connector that has you could wear a ring where it sure. knows the person that's holding the gun. Why is there right. a national gun registry? Okay, so that, maybe, that, is something that, that is something that could be used in the future. The exact same way that I believe in 50 years, no, there will no longer be car accidents. Because the new cars that are being made right now are so technologically advanced when it comes to uh, you know spotting uh, a car up front, whatever, you know, backing into somebody. But we still have to get the old cars off the road. These guns aren't going anywhere. The 300 million guns that are right now in this country that don't have the technology that you would like to see a gun have, they're going to be around for they're forever, as, not, as far as I know. I'm not concerned as much with the guns that are already in circulation. It's almost they're a sunk cost, and you have to just deal with them to a certain extent. I think you could do some sort of federal buyback program. You can make some sort of antiquities thing. Right. You could do a tax uh, break if you do have a national registry, which I don't see as a huge problem. If you want to have 100,000 guns on your property, let's just have a list of all the 100,000 guns. How crazy is that? Is that that difficult No, to it's have? not that difficult. But it's also not going to prevent uh, the, the uh, person from then going out and carrying uh, out an act of violence. Because no. by the time he does it, then they'll look in hindsight and be like, ah, we did have all of his gun registered and he was a lunatic. Just, can we just eliminate one? Why can't it just be 354 mass shootings instead of 355 mass shootings? Well, according to if Andrew Breitbart, there's only been four mass shootings. The okay. other ones are just rough okay, days. Okay, three <laughs> mass shootings instead of four mass shootings. It's just right. we can't do anything in this country to just get one mass shooting off the books. If you go and look at the, who the NRA pays, they pay uh, the vast majority, it's Republicans. Um, Daesh. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> the Daesh of America, that's what you, that's what you think I, uh, the NRA is. That's ISIL or ISIS for those that don't know. Um, and I love that term, by the way. Daesh was what we should call yeah. them, but 
ISIS is, uh, you know, it actually sexy. sounds way too cool. Yeah. That's, that's the major problem with it. Daesh sounds like you have a bizarre hair condition uh, or a bad <laughs> dry scalp. I've got yeah. a bad case of the Daesh. Well, let me, can, can I pose, uh, yes, pose can a I, question? Can I, can I pose something to you? What do you think about this? Um, if this was the um, way guns were controlled in our country? Okay, so that. Uh, you oh, I just want to say, no, can I go back really quick? Yeah. I'm sorry, the, the federal registry, by the way. Uh, federal background checks. Um, I believe there's five states right now that that mandate mandate uh, background checks, uh, and I believe beyond the gun show loopholes. And yes. I believe Dylan Roof was uh, the man who shot up the church in South Carolina. He was he was uh, registered with the uh, with the FBI. Seventy two hours later, they got back to the gun store that had already sold him the weapon, and the FBI was like, "Oh, he's a lunatic." And by that time, the actions had already been committed. Yeah, but how many people? How many Dylan Roofs don't get the gun? Right, that's one 18. guy. There's, There's zero, 18 of them. Every Dylan Roof gets a gun. Every, if you want a gun, you every, get a gun. Anyway. So a gun for one. every Dylan Roof and a chicken in every pot. That's right. America. <laughs> oh, chicken? Oh, I love it. I'm just saying like, it's got to be done, it's gotta be done <laughs> at a local level. The federal government is too large of a country. Yeah, we can uh, provide federal resources and act locally. It's not that hard. A government is a, it has a lot of problems. Uh Wait, never mind. Well, I'm just going to go on to this, and then we'll come back to that, I think. Okay, so if you want to get a gun, you have to attend an all-day class, pass a written exam, which are only held once a month. You must take and pass a shooting range class, then go to the hospital for a mental test and drug test. Okay, then you file that test with the police. Then you pass a rigorous background check for any criminal record or association with criminal or extremist groups, and then you could buy a gun. I mean, sure. They do that in Japan. That's, that is, that is I was going to say, that's exactly what they do in Japan, and they have very, very strict regulations. They only allow a few hunting rifles, and you have to go and, and register that rifle. A shotgun or a rifle, yeah. And uh, every year you've got to go and have it inspected, and it's upwards of life imprisonment if you get found with a gun. What is so wrong with that? Everyone can I don't still necessarily think we need to be growing our prison population because people are doing something that is allowed by the Second Amendment of the Constitution of the United States. You imagine if you put people... So you're saying you want to put people in prison right now who currently have guns because you're going no. to pass a law that in that... Would you grandfather them in? No. In which case, nothing has Again, changed. Again, more of that Republican binary thinking. No, it's not. It's impossible. How do you do it? How does it look? It's not, remember when we went when the, everyone was forced to give up their gold, or they were facing ten years in prison. I believe it was what the '60s when they did that. Everyone was forced to give up gold because uh, we wanted to, uh, you know, uh, get off the gold standard. How do you give up guns? How, Buyback what programs, is tax incentives, so tax. The, if you tax something, you disincentivize but the people it. If you who tax aren't break, gonna, you incentivize but it. But the people who do the buyback program, okay, this is really wonderful. But the people who don't, you know, those are the people who are going to be shooting up the places. So then you start you start focusing in on those. You can't cover all the guns. I'm never going to be a person that says we have to account for all the guns that are in circulation today. But – to say that you should not do anything now because right. you can't account for all the guns before is a such a terrible argument. You have to start doing something now because guns are constantly being created every single day. I agree. Day. I say guns are like porn. We need no more. We are good. We could stop porn production no, today and gun production today, and we would have enough until God came back. Let's give economic incentives for gun manufacturers to make safer guns. Let's give economic incentives for citizens sure. to give their guns back to the government. Let's give incentives for people to to have safer guns. Let's make this a positive experience for the country so that we know that how many kids are killed 
from gun deaths in households. Right. There's thousands of kids that are just accidentally killed from guns. Constantly. Why, do, why isn't that the first thing we just crossed off a list? Gun. I completely agree. Gun training, gun safety needs to be on the top of the list, uh, specifically for people uh, who, you know, go out and seek uh, things like AR-15s. I mean, obviously, you have to be able to be competent enough to fire the damn thing and know when to fire. What is mental illness? When the government defines mental illness. Stand-up comedy. What? No, but, yeah, stand-up <laughs> I, I would honestly say that. Do you have any desire to be a comedian? You do? You do not get the gun. Absolutely not. But what is it? I mean, once the federal government starts... Uh, starts limiting and dis- deciding what is considered mental illness. Some people on the left think conservatism is a mental illness, and vice versa. No, they have a very straight. They have a very uh, clear definition of it. It is. It refers to disorders generally characterized by dysregulation of mood, thought, and/or behavior, as recognized by the DSM-4. Mood disorders are among the most pervasive and include major depression uh, for a time of two weeks or more. Uh, as far as mental illness goes, I think it's. Things like schizophrenia. Uh, sure. I doubt I would be allowed to have a gun with my, you know, diagnosis of bipolar disorder. But you're medicated. You, I'm medicated, so, but will I always be? Yeah, your you medication know. should be flagged. Yeah. The then you are treating citizens differently. I mean, I, mean, I don't see. I don't, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't. Once <laughs> yeah. the government starts yeah. to tell its population what they deem to be sane so, and what they deem to be insane, it's o- a slippery slope. You're okay with our constitution being able to arm terrorists? Is what you're saying then? The irony is, the, is uh, that the what Republicans. You're no, the Constitution. If you're in the country, and uh, you, you are, are a radicalized terrorist, which we had in San Berdu. San Berdu, <laughs> right? Yeah. Do I think that they should be armed? No. Do the Berdu. Do I? I don't own a gun. I don't ever want to own a gun. So then you. But you know what? But you know what's illegal? Pipe bombs. Bombs are illegal. What? They were making those. They were making those nonstop. It doesn't matter. Of course, you don't want terrorists to have a gun. But at the same time, because they do have a gun, and they won't be giving it back when the government tell, offers them a free Applebee's, you know, appetizer. If they do, that's why society. That's why their good neighbor next door keeps their supply up because they never know if the person next to them is a lunatic. We live in a mini. Cold War. We are in this. We are in a mutually assured destruction situation, and no one will give up their guns because they don't know if the person who has a gun next to them is crazy. Who's the mutual? There's just one side of the pl- of the equation here that's getting destroyed, and it's the people that don't have guns that are just trying to live a civilized life. Mutually destroyed destruction would mean we're all getting armed. We're not all getting armed. There is a massive population of this country that's armed, and the ones that aren't. I mean, you I'm still. Did, point- you still avoided the question, though. Wait, you, no, you're saying that right, you, so, you're okay with a terrorist that lives and that is an American citizen here to be treated the same way as a regular citizen. I am not you're for saying, a terrorist getting a gun, okay, but so at the same you, time, you cannot – preventing somebody who is not a terrorist from getting a gun is not going to prevent a terrorist from getting a gun. California has the strictest gun laws in the country or want some of – bringing up this, a state gun law. It doesn't matter. This they is what I'm saying. From, they come from so, every other state. And if, and if the entire federal- country outlaws every gun, we'll get them from Mexico. Who is number one, by the way, in gun deaths? Roughly uh, That's nine. That's why we for need to legalize it. <laughs> legalize it. That's a whole nother story. So the but solution no, is to do nothing. Ter- but because terrorists happen to get a gun, because somebody happens to die at a Six Flag on a roller coaster because they lost their hat in the ride and jumped over a fence and got their head kicked off when someone is enjoying the Batman ride, we don't ban all roller coasters. No, but we build somebody- a higher fence. Yeah, or you know, don't don't you let do them wear something, hats. Something, Ben. Ben, is no, there I know one you- thing that you want to do. 
I would say at this point right now, I do not see the federal government being able to do anything that would stop violent people from creating acts of violence. We need a cultural change. You're saying zero acts by the government will change will, – will, any act by the government will not change anything. You look at the you look you at the states. You're saying it won't stop one mass shooting. I don't think it would stop somebody from getting the. I mean, look at Chicago. Guns are all over the streets. I understand you have the you have the loopholes. I understand uh, that you can just go to Virginia if you're in D.C. and you want a gun. I understand you can go to Indiana if you're in Chicago. I get the idea of a federal law when it comes to um, gun sales, but I also believe that people who want to commit an act of violence, specifically terrorists who are extremely, you know, people say this last attack in San Berdu was not uh, intelligent. They say it was just very simple, right? And it is. You just, you go in there and, and you shoot up a building. They they worked months. They planned for months, uh, you know, with, with creating the bombs, creating a getaway plan, which, dare I say, the highway is not the best idea. Yeah, go home. That was a yeah, getaway kind plan. Of a bad, they got a kid. They had a six <laughs> months old, so they got to they go burp it or whatever the hell you do with one of those things. But no, I don't believe that any federal laws would stop somebody who truly wants to commit an act of violence from committing an act of violence. Okay. Because at no point will they get rid of people being able to sell Again, at this point. Avoiding the guns. question. Avoiding the question. No, I'm not Again. avoiding the question. Yes, I, don't think it, I don't think one the gun laws would shooting. work. What can avoid one mass shooting? A traffic jam. There I mean, what do you mean what can avoid one mass shooting? Somebody, uh, you know... Th- th- so you're th- saying th- that a small c- inconvenience can stop a mass shooting? Oh, my God. I mean, you're, like you're driving over to Washington, D.C. or New York City to commit an act of terrorism. Next thing you know, Chris right. Christie shut down the damn highway. <laughs> Maybe Christie's saving lives. Who knows? So what can small prevent in- one? A I mean, small inconvenience like having to take a gun test to get a gun? The they didn't go and get, God, Marcus they didn't just go put take you in a trap on that. No, one. no, no, no. I'm not in a bear tra- trapped you. <laughs> oh, this is like a mouse trap. trap. Let me get that. No. Let me get those teeth off your ankle. There. What I, I am saying is, they will, nev- the they will never have the. They'll never have the need to take a, a, a gun fatalist test. argument. I, I just don't understand. I don't have any faith in the government. You, you it doesn't even matter. It doesn't if you matter have faith in the government. It's a logical thing to just say. Okay, if we just. Reduce the supply right. that is flooding our country with guns, flooding, and that we have a constitution that we all find that is on the fundamental level is the same as political speech. Those two things put together, both the economic and uh, political sure. things together, create a such situ- an environment where guns are just too easy to get. We're making it. We're enabling. You know, you can build terrorists. a dam to stop a flood, and you can still have a hurricane. Why don't you disable? terrorists for a second as opposed to enabling them because what your argument is is enabling terrorists any terrorist can Mm. come here and be radicalized and use our own constitution to buy guns you support that. At You're no saying point that federal government are they going through they, they, they would not go to a gun store they would go dressed, to a show a they gun would go show. to which i have no problem you know if you can close that loophole okay fine let's oh, say you wait, close wait. the loophole here we go no, let's just say you do it you close the loophole. That's a federal you law. get rid of any back. You, you, everyone has the background checks. Okay, all this. But you know what they're doing? They're calling up their friend who knows somebody who has a gun. They're going to go get it, and they're going to do exactly what they want to do. Maybe it does take one day longer. All right, good. That's one day longer. What's the difference if it happens on Monday well, or Tuesday? Well, Ben, if, if you're going to get shot in the face, I want there to be at least a day for the police to catch that guy before you get shot in the face. Well, I, I want it to happen on a Monday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, my, you, oh, Garfield. I love 
lasagna and I ate Mondays. I'm a cartoon cat. Ride the news I mean, cycle. But that's, that, but that's I just also, don't think it's going to work. I mean, that's also assuming that every single person in America that might want to shoot somebody has some sort of pipeline to the black market. These people, was a, he was a health inspector. How many fucking black market arms dealers do you think he knew? You, you go on the internet, you Google gun sales, which is where the majority, not the majority, but many millions of guns are sold online. You hit my address, you put in a, you put in a credit card, and you, you wait, and Amazon delivers you a gun. Exactly, which is why once you put a gun into the system, into commerce, it crosses state lines. The federal government should be able to regulate that with a number attached to that gun. Sure. That once it enters the stream of commerce, that it should be tracked Great. and traced so that we can know. If so they, so they 30 just, of these guns are flooding to one Middle Eastern dude's name, Muhammad Lahamad. So Lahamad, you would like Lahamad, them to profile him? Yeah, absolute profile everybody. So I don't have a but what I am saying is again, people. But again, that would then be found out afterwards, right? So what they're like, oh, we had the gun. We we have this gun registered. We know when he bought it. We knew it was in his home. He goes down to a San Bernu and commits the act of terrorism. All gun is not what we're talking about. These guys were stockpiling weapons for months, right? So then you could trace that. You say, "Huh, man, wow, wow that's kind they of crazy." They were, but they were on the terror watch list. They were, they were vaguely on it. They were kind of on the outskirts of it. They said, and well, you also miss. I think a lot of people also the, really saying, underestimate how much just a knock on the door and saying, "Hey." We're fucking watching you. People underestimate how much that deters people. I don't want to live in. These- a, I don't want to live in a country where the federal government just comes and knocks on my door anytime they think I'm doing something uh, suspicious. Then what Again, going that, back, going back, to- holding fit five AR-15s. Maybe. Hey, how about they don't need to come say they watch it. Come say, hey, man, we're just coming. We just found out that, you know, you're, you've got a lot of weapons on your property here. We just want to make sure that you're just cool and comfortable. Just <laughs> that is what I friend. am talking about, though. That's all, the you neighbors be- of Saeed and uh, I forget the name is yeah. Tamish. Yeah, well, who cares? <laughs> she was the one who radicalized him, by the way. But just as a, just yeah. as an example, the neighbors, did they, they saw suspicious activity. Well, and they, the, did, and they, they did not. boxes coming. They did not want to say anything. And this, I did... And, uh, uh, verify this because they were concerned to be uh, perceived as Islamophobic. So what I am saying is That's the federal government can do whatever the federal government is going to do. What it has to come down to is a total eclipse of the heart. Oh, and we God. have to go, neighbors, why is the federal government knocking on their door? Why isn't their neighbor knocking on their door? I agree. Like you used to when somebody new moved into the neighborhood, you got a new cake, and you go and you deliver exactly. it to the damn person, and you do it, of course, to snoop around a little bit and see if they're crazy. Next thing you know, maybe they don't go shoot up this damn place in San Berdu because they had lunch plans we with can, the neighbor. We you can know? agree yeah. on that. Political correctness you. is ruining our country, which is why I hate the fact that Ben Carson keeps saying it. He's got every comedian's vote, unfortunately. It's fucking it's so annoying. <laughs> no. Comedians are voting for Ben so Carson. Saying, if we all lived like Tom Hanks in the Burbs, we'd be in fucking paradise, <laughs> man. So here's the if other part of that. That, that, is a, that is a good point. <laughs> and if your neighbor does have a bunch of bones, do some investigating with a fat friend. The other side of that is that the guy went to a mosque every single day. That's great. And Who he, cares? He didn't show up for three weeks. And no one at that mosque did anything. Right. And I have a problem with that as well. Same with the neighbors. Community involvement is crucial it to is us being safe. So much more crucial than anything the federal government can do. Yes, the fed, again, gov- and I said this on what two episodes ago. We are living something. in a federal. We have a federal government who believes pizza is a vegetable. So we can. They they are completely inept, and it's going to be so politicized. You can't. That by the time it took Ronald Reagan was shot in 1984, they didn't get a watered down Brady Bill passed for a decade. 
and we nearly lost a president. Well, but we Ben, why does it have to be one or the other? Why can't it yeah. be both? I'm just, I don't see it. I do not see the political will. I do not see uh, anything passing of any substance whatsoever. And you're right. Maybe I am a little bit fatalistic on this. In a perfect world, as a non-gun owner, I have no problem if everyone would just live peacefully and the guns would dissolve into the earth and they would make little gun trees. <laughs> you know, I, I don't. I, little handguns. I mean, for the record, okay. I like shooting guns. I think yeah, I yeah. like shooting guns more than you. I do, don't ben. like shooting guns. I, Love shooting guns. It is a lot of fun. I aim. My dad was in the Iranian military when he was a younger man. He has a heart. Con- he had a heart condition so that he couldn't actually fight in war. So he was just a, an arms guy. So he just was at the range all day playing with guns. What was he the heart condition? He, to shoot. He, was, he was too compassionate. Exactly. <laughs> they found out he had love in his heart. And they're like, you can't be part of the Iranian army. Yeah, I like shooting guns too. I mean, I'm looking right. for. I'm going home to Texas in a couple weeks. Totally. And I'm looking forward to shooting an AR-15. Yeah, but. If I didn't have that AR-15 to go home to shoot to, guess what? My vacation's going to be just as fucking good. It's not <laughs> really, going to change really? at all. Really? And you know what? I don't need I don't need to have that. Sure, that's fine. Sure, that's fun. It's nice for us to have that uh, in a like fun, kind of dangerous, like, oh, we're fucking Billy the Kid type of sense. But you know what? It's not central to American life. It is not central to my fucking pursuit of happiness. But you know, Marcus- That's where I disagree. Ben, I think it is central ben to American life. Ben does believe in the federal government. He already acquiesced. He wants national universal background checks for everybody. You I said would, that. I think it it would not that. what I I believe if that. the federal government wants can, can institute a background check that does not completely impede on civil rights and a person's uh, and, and I do not like this idea of the de- government dictating what they believe somebody to be mentally ill. I don't the federal government can't do any they don't know anything about people and at no point is So just the federal, eliminate the federal government. We don't need one anymore. We need a much. So we don't need sm- one. We need a local government needs to be much more uh, advanced, and, and we they agree. Need to be, we agree on they that. They need to be the federal government needs to get their fingerprints off of local governments because local governments know uh, their uh, their citizenship a hell of a lot better than the federal government does. Here's the thing: I did the difference. I think you want to give up on federal government. I think we can reform federal government, and which which you, when I say reform federal government, I mean make federal government smaller. But smarter. We can make federal government work more like a corporation right. and make it work a lot smarter. There's so much waste and all this disgusting, totally like, agree. just uh, bureaucracy that we have all over the place. Strina, make these governments, break them up into little companies, make them work like startups so they can work fast and lean. What happened after the, after the financial collapse? Every gigantic corporation was losing all this money. They were on the brink of collapse. We thought the whole country was going to go under. What did they do? They just fired a bunch of people. And they slimmed down their, co- their corporations, and then they started making more profits than they ever have in the last five years. They made so much money in the equities market over the last five years. The, this m- is the what the federal government needs pe- to do. Yeah, and of course, the the um, the job growth inside of the federal government uh, has uh, definitely amped up, and I think um, the numbers in unemployment are kind of a lie because many of those jobs are federal government yeah, positions, temporary federal government, very jobs, temporary. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we did we did a uh, we did a great uh, pilot that hey it didn't get picked up but it will one of these days mm-hmm. and we did a lot of research on all of the small uh, offshoots of the federal government mm-hmm. it's huge yes how many small I mean yeah, to your point borderline just corporate government corporations are attached to the federal government so when you so that's what I don't understand. You see the uh, the mess, and you see the bureaucracy, and you see how it's almost impossible to get anything passed. I don't see how anyone has any faith in the federal government to take on such a personal issue of mental health. 
But I don't. I mean, what are they? What's the, what? All of a sudden, the federal government deems one of your Facebook posts, your tweets, you said something uh-huh. wrong in the interview, and next thing you know, you're labeled a lunatic. Which also, it's a little bit uh, insulting to people who do suffer mental health. Yeah. Well, how's well, about this? How's about it? If you look at say someone's like it, um, I don't know. Say someone's hospitalization record. Say they've been hospitalized recently for a um, for some sort of mental illness that might make you a little bit unstable. Say if I was like as someone who suffers from mental illness if i've been on a manic depressive kick for say 6 months right i shouldn't have a firearm Marcus, like, i should not just, have that you, but if i come if i'm coming right out of that i am an unstable person and i should not have a firearm in my possession but if i say cut like right now I can totally have a firearm. I trust myself with a firearm sure. right now. I don't trust myself 10 years ago with a firearm. But you had a firearm. No, I've never owned a firearm. What AR-15 do you shoot? It's my dad's. But when you're home, you're around a firearm. I mean, yeah, but you're... But that's, Which, again, proves the point. I mean, None I of suppose, this matters. There's so many guns. But that's a my still dad a realistic thing. Hey, I mean, you're my, saying all or nothing, and all or nothing does not work. Ben, I am go saying, shoot. go... When you have a new neighbor, make a cake. Go. And go <laughs> deliver it to him, and, we and all, let's get some community and, back. And we all agree on there that. There are reasonable <laughs> regulations there are, for speech. There are reasonable regulations yeah. for all the fundamental rights we have in this country. There are no reasonable regulations that we have on a federal level for guns. None. None. Let's play that up. Okay, I like that. And I want to talk about Switzerland. Everyone talks about how Switzerland has more guns than I any know. country. and everyone. Yeah. They, but you know they don't have bullets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is <laughs> having a gun with no bullets is like having a television with no channels. And it's just a, a paperweight. There's also like 12 people in Switzerland. Yeah, yeah. And they should <laughs> not. <laughs> it's ridiculous. 8.2 million. It's got a fair. It's got a sizable population. 8.2? Yeah, it's got a Manhattan population. This is so tiny. I know. I hate when people. The United States is so much larger. Ben Kissel has shits bigger than the population of Switzerland. <laughs> That's right. I have an 18... 18- 8.2 million people dump. Thank you, Cena. That's that's really it's nice got of you. a big butthole. These are like the Buckley Gore Vidal debates. A little more Pittsburgh and Wisconsin and Texas, though. That's for damn sure. Whatever. Um, but no, when it comes to, uh, let's see now, I've, I've lost my train of thought. Switzerland. Switzerland, yeah. Switzerland, I didn't want to go to Switzerland. I wanted oh. to stay here. Mental illness? Not mental illness. Oh, yes. The First Amendment, freedom of speech. We've talked about it many, many times on college campuses. Um, And is is it blown out of proportion? Maybe, but we do have to snuff out when freedom of speech is being threatened uh, at a very, very young time. By a government actor. Exactly. Such as public universities. Yes. Which, uh, yes, they just, by the way, there was a public university recently that banned, uh, that, that sent out a memo to the people saying that they don't want to theme, don't theme your holiday parties, don't get a rid of public Christmas university into the, a professor did that. A professor, okay. Anyway, these, these things are playing and, uh, into the, people are paying a lot of attention to this stuff and it is playing into a larger narrative of losing freedoms. And that is one area where the gun debate definitely, uh, goes hand in hand. People feel like the government is coming to take their guns, even though, once again, I do not believe that they are. The political will to do anything against guns is not there. Obama's not going to do anything. He can give as many boring speeches as he wants. Nothing is happening. Just like his plan for killing ISIS, he doesn't have one when it comes to guns. That's why people are starting to hoard guns, because they feel like every single fundamental right they had, every single fundamental thing they grew up and thought America to be is changing, and it's changing very quickly. So it does tie into the larger narrative of people feeling disenfranchised and feeling like the federal That's government is government's far too— fault. 
How is that? That's not- the internet's fault. That's our failure as a society to uh, uh, figure out the information age. That's our failure as a population sure. to understand that, hey, we shouldn't read a tweet and start freaking out. So you're telling me the NSA has nothing to do with the government? The NSA, the real Second Amendment issue that I believe in is our digital privacy. Sure. That is what I think we need real protection from. And this is where I wanted to open with, but it's digital privacy yeah. is the true Second Amendment issue. You want to protect yourself from the government? Protect yourself from the government in their illegal ability to search and seize your data and track you. That's what I think we need protection from the government from. But they you just but you. you just you just you just discussed how the federal government should look at your Amazon account and find out exactly yeah. what you've been ordering. No one said track that. it back to no your home. No one said that. No. I How, said you if can't you can't ask it, for a larger federal government, but then also ask for the federal government to not have a role in your yep. life. It's I the exact the, same situation going back to the liberals not wanting cops uh, to be so aggressive and only wanting them to be armed, even though they don't like cops, and not wanting the population to be armed to defend no. themselves against them. If you enter a gun into interstate commerce, it should be traced and tracked. Part okay, so of you, a let's registry. just say you order from like Indiana. Like you sell a car. You sell a car. You can't just go give a car to someone. you got a title. you got to pass on sure. to someone. Yeah, yes. you can't even mail order cigarettes across state lines. God, cigarettes are so regulated. How about <laughs> chewing tobacco? And cigarettes probably kill more are people crazy. a year than guns. I remember Beverly Hills Cop 2. He opened the whole movie with busting a truckload of cigarettes. I thought that was the funniest thing I've ever oh, seen in my leave, life. Leave him alone, Axel. <laughs> Come on, Mr. Foley. <laughs> I thought you were cool, dude. He's like, come on, Jack. <laughs> love Axel Foley, and I love all of those movies. Yeah. Beverly Hills Cop 3, Three. was my favorite, which yes. I don't even know why. Mine too. All right, I we have to love this. <laughs> anyway, so you can't ask for the federal government to come uh, into your life and then also request uh, that it They're stay They're not coming out, into your life. You- they are coming into their into for your life. guns. You have to put the you have to put. But once they go to guns, where are they going next? Next thing you know, obesity because it's killing it's so many people. And it goes into your healthcare. It's a it's gun, like, dude. When it it's comes a to gun, right, okay, it's gonna. I'm it talking can tear about, through flesh. A fat person can't tear. Now nah, that's maybe not right. They can tear through pants. pants. <laughs> they can tear through pants. Yeah, I, I saw the failure in that. Yeah, that thing. but no, I but, mean that. But that's uh, when people compare these things. Like you can't compare uh, my right to say whatever I want online to a bullet in the face. Like, the possibility of a bullet in the face is not the same as my right to say anything, as far as the NSA, as far as them right. monitoring what we what we say, what we do, our opinions, uh, who we associate with, those sorts of things. You can't compare that to a bullet in the face. No, I'm not comparing it to a bullet in the face. I am but that's, it, but that's what you're saying, that you can't, you're saying that Cena the, can't compare I am co- How... I'm comparing it to the government having a role in your life where they understand exactly what you've been purchasing and then uh, are able to, uh, uh, in that way, they, they are able to inhibit your freedoms. So, and, so and go, and, go scream fire and terrorist attack in a movie theater. Go do it. I mean, go do it. Prob- I want you to go do it because what, I don't on like your to logic, scream in the movie theater. It's a very your, rude thing to do. On your logic, you should be able to go do that, and the government should not be able to say anything. No, that is a normal. That is oh, a fine. Oh, so now you're defining normal for everybody. I'm not defining Air Kissel. Normal. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, for the audience, I'm making a little mustache joke right now. <laughs> oh, you're a part. <laughs> All right, Cena. Yeah, yeah, the Germans okay. aren't the enemy anymore, buddy. <laughs> yeah, dude, to be fair, if we're talking about. If we're talking about uh, fathers or grandfathers serving oppressive regimes, I don't think either one of y'all can really say <laughs> oh, anything. Oh, stop it, Marcus. Yeah. 
Oh, pump the brakes. Fucking revolutionary pump war. The I got revolutionary brakes. war fucking ancestors in my blood. God. There was a World great- War II on the other side. <laughs> The Democrats shoved a, uh, they shoehorned a background check bill uh, in December 3rd, or December 4th, whatever, the day the day after yeah. San Berdu. And uh, the Republicans and many Democrats, uh, they voted against the bill. Of and of course, then the uh, everyone's like, the Democrats tried and the Republicans said, no, it's not at all what happened. They shoehorned it into a much larger bill that yeah. absolutely no one was going to vote for uh, whatsoever. I mean, even in the bill was a uh, was a, uh, was a veto of Obamacare. It was a spending bill, yeah, right? Which yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why the Republicans are even have the idea to pass through an Obamacare thing. You know what he's going to do? He will probably veto that. Oh, yeah. No, no. I it's, think veto- it's all symbolic nonsense. Yeah. Okay, so the federal government, sickening. Uh, it, I mean, so they're 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 not doing anything. They're just playing politics with it. I th- but when it yeah. comes to what you were saying with internet freedoms, uh, you, there are people who are now on the terror watch list, and this is the reason that Republicans gave for voting against it. Who are on the terror watch list? Uh, um, uh, uh, the the, the uh, fella from uh, South Africa. Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela. Trevor was, Noah. Sorry. I'll no, just... not Trevor Noah. We don't discuss it. Nelson Mandela was on the terror watch list in 2002. It took him a long time to get off of it. He's Nelson Mandela. Yeah. Cat Stevens, the, the musician, was Yousef on Yousef Islam, I think yeah. you mean. Yousef Islam. Okay, I call him Cat. <laughs> I, I used to know him. Nice guy. And uh, so it happens all the time. The mistakes on the terror watch list, because honestly, they are just, they don't know these names. It's just somebody in, in Kentucky throwing any name that has the word Muhammad, Yusef, Salam, all whatever right, so it might be, into it. Let's and it takes a- years to get off the federal terror watch list. It's a huge pain in the ass. So that was ironically one of the more liberal stances, I think, on the issue. And the Republicans used that to uh, explain why they didn't vote for the, uh, for the background check bill. So you're are you So again, it is it, it is not the the federal government is so large, it's so robust. I don't think it has the possibility to do anything on a they don't work with localities enough. Obama's justice department extremely overextends. I mean, there is nothing that you can do at the federal I do like your point the federal government can give some funding to local municipalities who they can who can register people locally just as you vote locally. And then you can start to see something very quick. Well, there you go, Ben. But that's that is bleeding. not a federal that's government. A, that is that's the a federal, federal government. government reform. That's a federal government. That is that's a piece government. of legislation that has to be passed by both houses of Congress. And it will not be. Well, that, but that's you believing in the federal government. That is if me believing that argument, the federal government won't do it because they're going to want a big piece of the either, pie. Whenever the government gives you money, they're not doing it for free. The exact same way that when uh, somebody loans you fifty dollars uh, and uh, you, you go and you waste it in Atlantic City or Las Vegas, and you come back and you don't have the money, you get your legs broken, uh, or they want one hundred and fifty dollars in return. The federal government doesn't do anything out of the goodness of the federal government's heart. The, what it's does a, that even mean? There's no every what, what incentive when, does the just, federal okay, government have? For example, in the housing situation, the uh, public housing, they're banning in New York City. They're banning smoking in public housing. Oh, which a lot I'm of people, so sorry. I am just saying these people are outraged, and I don't understand why they're outraged. As soon as you allow the federal government to be your mom, to be your dad, to be the funder of your life, they're allowed to tell you what to do. So as soon There's as the federal wrong government, with that. No, I'm, I'm I. There's I believe wrong with that at all. Nothing wrong with uh, the banning, the smoking ban. Smoking the ban, the smoking ban is fine because if you're because getting federal funding, why should the federal government be also funding so your health care costs at the same time? Because that's what's going to happen. So now you have a situation where you have a group of people who are under the government's thumb. You also have them 
as a guaranteed voting block because they're constantly going to want, uh, you know, the funds that the federal government is giving them. You That's have not situ- true. Oh, absolutely. No, Why do you no, think no. 85% of black people are supporting Hillary Clinton even though she's done absolutely these- nothing Why for the black community? Why do you think all community? these poor people vote Republican? They're getting federal funding. They're getting welfare checks, and they vote against their interests all the time. I don't think the uh, the welfare situation isn't going anywhere under either of them. Uh, either of the parties. I think both uh, the Republicans and the Democrats understand that they have certain constituencies locked up because those constituencies are making, uh, you know, getting 250 bucks a week, uh, you know, because uh, just for just being poor or because they stopped looking for a job, which then also lowers the job numbers. Roughly 40 million people are unemployed and they have the audacity to say we're at 5.1% unemployment, which is total nonsense. So once the federal government goes into your life, starts tracking your Amazon, starts doing all these things, let's tracking it, your it, Amazon. That is just completely just, false. I don't know. That's, that's a how else were they find statement? The, that's a completely incorrect statement. Let's say you don't even go on Amazon. You're on Craigslist. You know, you do all these things. I mean, it's I just, the same as if you sell a car. How is it so terrible if you sell a gun that it should not be registered? How terrible is that? I think that guns should be registered. So that's another federal legislation that you believe in. I, I'm so happy we had this conversation tonight because you agree with everything I'm saying right now. No, I you agree with you. You love the federal government. <laughs> I do you not like love the- Obama. You love everything. You love his strategy for ISIL. You love it. You, you're out of your mind. You're gonna, uh, you he ate has my no San strategy Berdu. for ISIL. He I had a like strategy. He made mistakes with ISIL, and I agree with that. He yeah, of course. He's, huge he's the worst foreign policy president we've had since W. It was an issue. We're, we're back-to-back on terrible foreign policy presidents. It's I a, agree It's a that. waking nightmare. It's an issue. Anyway. <laughs> so I guess the question is, what do you do with the 300 million guns in this country that are currently here? You can do a government buyback. You can... You can put in place mental health checks at this point. The federal let's just say you have every single thing that you want to see the federal government do, which they will abuse. I guarantee you that, and they will start telling people how many, uh, you know, once once the federal government uh, once it's in your pocket when it comes to your Second Amendment, once it comes to your guns, they're going to start regulating everything about that gun. They're going to start tracking every time you use that gun. I mean, in Japan, going back to that, if you shoot your gun, you have to go report it. They do a full investigation. If they found out you shot it uh, inappropriately, you go to prison for a much longer time than you do here in New York City if you have a gun, which is three and a half years. Ask Plaxico Burris, who shot himself in the foot because he was dumb enough to wear sweatpants to the dance club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He went to prison for two years, I believe, for for self for self inflicted gunshot wound. Good. That's the. Good. I feel like the judge would have been like, "You're a moron," and uh, everyone's laughing at you. Get out of here. Good. I think it's terrible. We don't need more people in prison. This will be another opportunity for the government to put them in there. The people who want to get the guns to do something violent will find a way to get the guns. But that's and I don't, still a fatalist argument that you're believing that if we don't, don't if we if we do anything, we're not going to change anything. If I think we if we do, do anything, we're going to increase the prison population. The, no. pe- the the prison industrial complex is going to be thrilled, and more people are going to feel as if the federal government is inhibiting is a- their freedom. And then they're going to say something bad about Obama. Next thing you know, they don't pass a mental health around uh, health. Uh, background check because the federal government deemed uh you know conservatism or extreme liberalism illegal or they, they thought it was i mean standards of standards of insanity are different amongst all cultures like in this culture you know uh i think it would be insane if i saw somebody driving uh you know if if somebody w- was driving with a steering wheel on in the passenger seat i'd be like that person's a total lunatic why can't a person who wants to buy a gun have to go to a doctor and get a mental health check 
Why I mean, can't that happen? Why can't that be filed with a local, as you say, if not a federal, but a local police department? So they have that on file. Why would a person who plans on going up and sh- going out and shooting up their workplace go through the rigmarole? I'm saying rigmarole of a background check. Exactly. Going to the doctor. That's they why do it. That's why instead of going and getting an Uzi or an AK-47, so Uzis easily, aren't in. They will just run into a crowded place with a sword. <laughs> and when they have the sword, it's much easier to manage a yeah. mass killer and with when, a sword. When they have and a sword, somebody with a well, gun will shoot them. Exactly. Good. That's a lot better for me because an off-duty cop can. Cap, cap, right in the head, and then you know what we'll see on the news would be like, ah, maniac sword dealer comes in and chops off somebody's hand, but then they shot him in the face. One hundred eighty thousand yeah. guns were sold in September. So those okay. guns aren't going anywhere. Let me ta- let me uh, propose something as far as the mental health check goes. So, like, say you go in, of course, say someone you could definitely fake. Being, you know, you could fake being com- completely mentally sane. You could fa- fake being completely t- mentally yeah. healthy, but. You still fake it. You can still fake it enough. What about a guy? Do you think Dylan Roof could have gone to a mental health professional yeah. and faked being insane? Are you insane? kidding? Did you, you see fill that out people? Have you seen? Have you seen what a mental health check looks like? You go they talk literally, to a doctor. Have you seen Marcus? Can you Google mental health? What the, yeah, what the sure. form looks like? They literally it's, ask you, "Are you sane?" No, it's a and more there's than two a boxes. Form. More is than this a yes or no? That doesn't keep you from buying what? a gun. None of that keeps is, you from you buying a gun. Are you saying and yes check or no? That's, none it's of that keeps yes you from buying no. a gun. We're saying, but what is that mental health check for, though? That's to buy a gun. That's you the, go, you fill out a form. That is not a way for someone to get. No one gets rejected from that by for a gun by that form. I'm saying you have exactly. to go see a doctor. That's different than filling out Who's a form. Who's paying for you to go see a doctor? Now, do you have to have health care in, uh, in order to enact your Second Amendment right to own a gun? Preventative care is covered in the Obamacare. <laughs> so, so <laughs> Mental health care so is covered. What, what, doc, what doctor is taking in all these people who want to buy guns? I think is that's it a pro a, bono a, thing? Is, I, there, is there one federal I think it's a great government stimulus right there. That's so great the for government the healthcare industry. Like, so the government has one uh, doctor that they just finance in every single state, and they're like, go go see oh, our guy. that's such a cute argument. There are plenty of doctors to evaluate mental health, Ben. I think we both know that. What if the person doesn't have any money? There is, again, going money? back to the black codes. We have codes, really going basic back, laws go, about that. Going I mean, back if to you the have enough codes, money to buy a gun, then you have enough, like an extra, what, true. 40 bucks to pay for the are mental health check? Me? You don't go $40 to pay for a mental health check? When was the last time you were in the doctor's office? You get your penis touched, uh, touch the, they, they ben, charge you 15 this is the weakest argument you've had all night. A mental no. health check is very easy to get done by a doctor. They could do it. The government could pay for it. We pay for Medicaid. So now we have a government who's forcing pe- uh, who forces people to go see the doctor. Oh, I'm so sorry. Isn't that said? What does I'm that so remind sorry. me of? What does that remind me of? I'm sorry. Ergasnavine. <laughs> Sounds a little bit like a Nazi America. Ergasnavine to you, motherfucker. I mean, really, all a lot of what these arguments sound like is just people don't want to be hassled. It's not about having freedoms taken away. It's about going through a bit of a hassle. And if you have to go through a bit of a hassle, fucking go through it. It's if a- it saves someone's life, it's not taking a freedom away. You're not getting your freedoms taken away. You're having to go through a bit of a hassle. We, If we can, t- if we can create life so easily... And we have to go through all these things when you have a baby, you know, all the doctor visits and all these things. Why can't we go through at least a fraction of those visits when we want to have the ability to take a life? I just don't think you the government You want to unregulate needs- everyone being able to take a life. That's what you want. 
I don't. You think want that's to, you want people to be allowed to unregulated completely people kill to other have, people. I want people to have a life where the government doesn't track all of their actions. I, I agree. I want them I to agree. be able yeah. to have uh, the ability to defend themselves With in swords. the most highly armed society in the history of the world. Then everyone should have a tank. Okay, next. No, because how are you going to defend yourself? Well, the streets are too small. Why do you want a tank? Because how are you going to defend yourself from the government? You're saying you want them to defend themselves from the highly, most highly armed society in the world. We need guns, and we need uh, tanks, and we need RPGs for everybody. We need we need to be boosting all these other things as well. Yeah, you said it. I mean, that's I mean, fine. Why, sure. I mean, why don't we play the long game? Like, why can't we start enacting some reforms I mean, now? Like, we don't. Right. Okay, yeah, cats out of the bag on all those other guns. Exactly. I I totally agree with you on that. But what if we started from now on making it harder to get the guns? What's wrong so with that? maybe in 20, 30 years, we have more sensible gun laws. Maybe in 20, 30 years, sure. things aren't as insane a as A generation they are now. of kids won't grow up looking at the news every single day and seeing a mass shooting. That's I mean, all. Just long game. Just something. Just as long as the news media makes a lot of uh, gets a lot of viewers for any sort of violence, of course the kids are going to be growing up and seeing violence no matter what it is. Okay, so let's not do so, anything. Let's just keep watching the violence on the news. It let's forget about the not, kids. Again, it is a change of heart situation. There is the federal government starting to dictate what they think people should be mentally. What they where it should also begin is with the gun owners, uh, the the owners of gun stores, rather. Right, they should be able to look in somebody's eyes. Figure out oh, their clientele come on. and decide if that person that is. That is uh, the dumbest thing I've ever heard you say. No, if you, they're the, the ones who are on the front lines. They're the ones who are. It's very difficult for these gun owners, uh, yeah, for these gun shop owners, to turn down a sale. Do you know? So not, they're incentivized to sell the lunatics. This is a capitalist also, system. This is capitalism. People want to make money. Why are they going to ever deny money? Because it's a capitalist system, the government has no. It should not be impending. Uh, should not be putting its claws so into individual businesses. So, what incentive does a business have to look at a guy in the eye and be like, "Maybe this guy's crazy. Maybe he's not. Who am I to say? I'm getting paid." That's the. That's why they do it. That's why, why they allow they the d- Dylan Roofs of the world to get the guns. So, what's to stop a gun owner? You're just saying a gun owner should look at someone in the eyes and say, "Is he crazy? Is he I not?" Think people and then make a, per- a good, again. responsible decision. There's no incentive. It's for personal. Them to- Everything there's, is part. If you're, no if you're, incentive per- for that, and though. by the way, I believe it's only thirty percent of guns are are now bought at a gun store, and the vast majority of people who are in prison say they got the guns. I think it's ninety four percent federal prisons. They did a whole poll. About ninety six percent or so um, say they got the gun through a friend. So the majority yeah, of straw those- purchases are a huge problem as well. Oh, yeah. you know they're not doing straw. Some some kid in in uh, you know urban downtown Washington D.C. isn't going to do a straw purchase. They're going down and meeting their friend uh, in, in an apartment building. And he's giving them a gun. Dylan yeah, Klebold had- and Eric Harris did a straw purchase. Yeah, I said they weren't in downtown D.C. I was very specific. Yeah, <laughs> classic. Okay. No, and straw purchases uh, straw purchases should be. We outlawed. still agree on t- on a lot here. We agree on everything. I'm just saying we agree on the the idea that no one should ever be shot by a gun, uh, and it's awful, and 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 we have a terrible crisis, a gun violence crisis. It's just how do you go about changing it? I don't see a federal government putting into practice a program that could be nearly effective enough to alter any violence done by somebody who wants to commit it. But if you don't have a federal rule that goes across the whole country, then you still have pockets that are completely unregulated where guns can be developed and, and spread, and they could be a hotbed of black markets. Market from that even, one place. We didn't even begin to discuss 3D printing. 
Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. 3D print a gun. Yep. I mean, and the government regulation on that is just, it, it's in its infancy. Technology is coming along so fast uh, that the government is, you know, it's playing uh, catch up. And, and I, at no point will they catch up. We agree on this as well. The speed at which we are actually able to get legislation through is at a snail's pace. We, at the local and state and federal level, it is extremely slow for us to go from the concept of a piece of legislation to actually passing the legislation. You you talked about the uh, it's the Brady Bill, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that took uh, a decade to get through. We need to be able, we have the tools right now today to be able to think up legislation, draft legislation, and pass legislation very quickly. But our federal but government d- will not do it. That's not, why I think we need to reform the federal government. And that doesn't even count these old assholes that are in the government. That a lot of them don't even use email. Yeah. So you imagine right. how long it takes techno. Uh, you know, like what? How long does it take between yes. it gets from the inception to them even hearing that it exists to the actual legislation happening. I think we ought to have an age limit on Congress. But that's I agree. Me. I agree. And it's the same thing that happened with the dawn of the Internet. There were congressional hearings where they are all quoted as saying, you know, I, I, uh, I, I couldn't tell you what the Internet is. Uh, <laughs> maybe maybe you could uh, let me know. Uh, just, just bear with me here. So you see in the child porn on the Internet, how does it actually work? <laughs> right. Give me the URL. <laughs> and Ben, this is something that you say a lot, too, is that most of the Supreme Court, court doesn't use email. None of them use email. No, so many. And when I worked in the federal government, a lot of the people in the agencies I worked for had emails printed out for them. And then they wrote responses on the email, on the paper, and right. then the assistants did it. I believe, and this is why I don't believe that there is a Congress or a. Uh, you're there, so, are, there are no branches of government are nearly enough in tune with modern American society to have them dictate and give us laws about which, what we can. And your solution have. then is to uh, completely eliminate the federal government. No, my solution because that, is that can, we need to. It is uh, much more abstract. So I do understand that we can. I, I mean, honestly, abstract I, like a fucking Jackson Pollock painting. <laughs> mm, love Pollock. <laughs> Just fu- love Pollock. <laughs> Local government should take care of uh, of all background checks if they do. They can get government sure. funding. That is fine. The, sure. But the federal government will yeah. not just give away the money. They fine. always want to have their claws in the game. <laughs> State, Rolling should, my eyes. It, I mean, <laughs> it's, that's just a fact. I, okay, fine. I'll, State I'll, governments should be in control. They should be able to monitor gun purchases and things like that. I don't have a problem with that. What happens when it crosses state lines? Now you have yourself a federal situation, uh, but boy, the federal but, government but for the has done a government. terrible – no, because the federal government has done a terrible job and will always do a terrible job of tracking those things in real time. Always Are you going to put a microchip a ter- on the always gun? Saying that, saying always doing a terrible job, again, is just saying if they're always doing a terrible job, if someone's always doing a terrible job at their work, you fire them. This is what I'm or doing to the change, federal government. So then you want to eliminate the entire federal government. No, of course we need the federal government. Oh, well, t- please, uh, tell not, me. We what don't would need you the like? federal government to be involved in very personal, local-level situations. So and there's nothing the more personal to, than acting out your Second Amendment right to see, go buy a gun. You need to enable, then, the local state governments to do these things. You need to give them resources and an infrastructure to work within. Now, I believe that they, the federal government needs to be smaller and more decentralized and more states and local, especially cities, need to have more power. That is a tech-forward way of thinking in America today. But I do not believe that we need to give up on these things. And that's what I keep hearing from you is that we want to give up on the federal government. We need to reform the federal government so it works better for all the things that you are saying. I mean, sometimes the federal government is necessary, the Civil Rights Act. Without the federal government, that never would have been... If you would have left it up to the states, then... 
that never would have that never would have happened. You know, Jim right. Crow would pro- would probably not still be on the books, but it definitely would have been on the books a lot longer than it was. Well, it's on the books right now. Uh, anyway, there's different forms of it. I, I mean, there, there's, there's different problems. forms of it. But as Marcus we, is making a correct point, as we, I as don't we think know, that he's making a correct is, point. Though. Sometimes the federal, it is necessary. Okay, so this, first of all, Lyndon Johnson killed Kennedy. Okay, uh, that's that's number one. <laughs> we all know that. We all know man. that. We all know or that. at the very least, he wasn't too upset. Yeah. No, he uh, was definitely pretty good, giggly. About wait, it. what happened? To like, him? I wasn't hey. even there. Oh shit, he's oh. fucking dead. Hey, Jackie, you're gonna stand right, right next to me as I'm getting sworn in. This is fucking great. The 64-65 Civil Rights Act and the Voting Rights Act, did they curb racism? Did they stop racism in this country? One could argue we're, we're doing worse off than ever. Donald Trump, the number one uh, presidential nominee right now on the Republican side, just said he doesn't want any Muslims in this country, which are the new uh, as, as the, the, the new Irish. Mm. They're the new Irish of the 20s. <laughs> Nobody wants them. Uh, well, he does not uh, want them here, which is insane. So I, I, I don't know if the federal government passing a bill uh, ever actually t- full, fully translates into uh, the societal change that the bill intends it to do. But it helped. I mean, that's the thing, is that it, it helped. It didn't do nothing. You know, and that's, I think, that's all that, I think that's all we're saying yeah. here is that, like, something is better than nothing. Something's better, right, right, like, right. something is better than just throwing up your hands and saying, like, well, you know, if they're going to beat up every black person that tries to vote, not really much we can do about that, but you can at least make yeah. it harder where they have to, you know, where you can at least make it harder where they have to hide them taking away black people's voting rights. It's the more like they have to like make it covert in Florida where they block off uh, certain voting districts so those people can't get to the polls. Just make it harder. Make it a hassle. Mm. The anti-gun laws that liberals love in this country are the reason there's millions of people in prison and most of them are black. Those though, that is a completely. Is an overstatement of that, and those are systemic problems in our criminal justice system, and that is conflating the issue with guns in the most inappropriate way. It's a fact. Yeah, that's not what I'm saying at all, though. Yeah, no, like I, that, that's not what yeah. I'm. That's not even close to what I'm. That is like an easy the, cheap shot that you do on Red Eye. Don't do it here. <laughs> Red Eye is a great show. Three o'clock in the morning. This Fox is not News, a satirical news show. It is okay? a satirical news this show. This is this is we're yeah. talking about real stuff here, and that that's not a fair faith in the federal government is at an all time low. Because they're failing us domestically yeah. and they're failing us in foreign policy. And they've given it. us zero reason to believe that they can do anything proactive against the gun problem other than disarm people who would then be later shot by somebody who wanted to commit a violent act. But what they want is for you to give up. That's what they want. That's what government... No, go- that's the what government they- doesn't want you to give up. The government wants you to continue to support it so then it can tell you after, after it has its claws in you, in whichever which way it's going to get its claws in you, that you can't smoke in your apartment. If... If you're getting money from the federal I completely agree with you. This is why, but the government is, again, they don't give money without taking. They are not doing Does this stuff for free. Does anything happen for free in no, this country? So then what, what are you looking for? I am looking for them to stay out of people's lives. I'm also looking for them to stop. So it's either making you safe or stay out of your life. I, what is the government? How, what? Do we, than, other, other than, do we not have the military? Do we not have the fire department? The, the, I do, think do we not have we, a complex system of roadways? Love a good fire department. Love a good highway. Uh, <laughs> I can't get enough of this stuff. Uh, love Lyndon, a good John, on Lyndon a highway. Johnson's Great America, right? What was the Lyndon uh, Johnson's? The New American Century. The War Against Poverty was, his, was yeah, one of his poverty. things, too. Yeah, Most of his poverty. programs that he put in place, including Head Start, which I'm a big fan of as a, as a mm. brother of foster care and, uh, and, uh, and the welfare programs, they're all still here. And they've all become the so great society. Cor- the great Sorry. society. Yeah. They've all become so corrupt 
They've all become so convoluted. There are people giving birth so they can get more money from the government to live off the government dime. Every time the federal government passes a sweeping legislation that goes through all 50 very unique states, it gets tarnished because human beings are always looking out for ways, always trying to find ways where they can manipulate the system and benefit themselves. And I so, think this- I, so that's why I don't see a federal government blanket statement on guns. I don't think that it would be effective, and I think people will manipulate it. And there's so many loopholes in these laws constantly that people are going to be able to uh, you know, find their ways around it. So I just don't see it working. It's not that I don't... In a perfect world, I would love... You asked me this you know, three years ago, I would say, of course, the federal government should take over everything. But once you see what the federal government is capable of doing, and once you see how inept it is, again, pizza's a vegetable, you, don't, I, I, you lose faith. I, I agree that I have been frustrated with the federal government time and time again, but that doesn't mean you give up on the federal government. That doesn't mean you give up on government because if you give up on federal government, you're also, in, a, in reality, giving up on state and local governments because a lot of their funding comes from the federal government. See, I think when all of these things happen, when all this stuff comes corrupt, becomes corrupt, that's when you rip it all out and yes. start again yes. because I truly believe in America the experiment. So you're going to be I like, believe in America. Yeah, I believe in the living constitution. Well, I have to apply that I mean, what is wrong? Oh, Cena, sit down. I, re- I really do. Like, I-, I think that that's what America was meant to be from the very beginning. The the Constitution was meant to be a living Constitution. This country was meant to be an experiment. We weren't meant to be established. We were meant to be fucking groovy and freewheeling. Ben Franklin was one of our fucking architects, for fuck's sake. And Ben Franklin was one of the grooviest, freewheelingest guys around. He was a fat swinger. <laughs> Big old like, dick. A lot. Yeah. Our our uh, founding fathers, a lot of them were pretty young dudes. A lot of them were in their right. 20s, their early 30s. You know, Ben Franklin, Franklin was the oldest. He was two generations ahead, a lot of these guys. I mean, America is meant to be an experiment, and it's meant to change, and it's meant to change with the times. And I think if you give up on federal government, I think it's just as bad as trying to keep it exactly where it is. Like, what you gotta do is you gotta have some sort of faith in it. You gotta I, have I, some I, sort. I fundamentally yeah, you do have some faith in it, but I mean, you look through what happened uh, with Obamacare. Obama doesn't even like that bill. No, it got watered down. It's re- it got and the yeah. insurance it companies. Pharma- down. I mean, it got the insurance companies and the pharmaceutical companies own Obamacare. Same yeah. thing. Okay, so, so you rip, so you so the, you rip it up so and you start again. Then man. you have the exact same. Uh, another just example of how government isn't able to do anything. Just uh, going back to public health when it comes to obesity, Michelle Obama's Let's Move program. Uh, yeah. She wanted to do Partnered it. Everyone with was Coca Cola or something, right? They, yeah. Co- yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what they do. You know, it was real in, fucked up. We're all on board with that one. InBev comes in. The, the Twinkie sends their Twinkie mascot. A hostess guy comes up and be like, "We'll help you do it. We'll help you create the narrative. If you move a whole bunch, all the calories that we put into you, that we give you, you'll lose weight and you'll be fit. More people are fat. Again. People are fatter and fatter than ever. I we- just don't have faith in the federal government when it comes to public. They should take care of fiscal responsibility and foreign policy." Policy. When it comes to domestic issues, it gets too bogged down with local politics. You know, these bills are so jam-packed, full of everything. Every single municipality, they, they're getting a new water thing. Somebody was able to get their high school, uh, you know, a, a new scoreboard. You know, whatever it is, they get so large. What's this bill going to be tied to? I think there's... there's, there's Other than, uh, unless we... First, we can talk about reforming how Congress votes. 
Yes. Votes so, uh, and uh, and how we elect con- people in Congress, how we elect our, our House of Representatives, how we elect people in the Senate, how we elect people in the, in the states. How long they stay in office. Exactly. We need to have a fund. This is exactly what Marcus is saying. I think we need a constitutional convention for the new age, for the digital era. Right. And it makes a lot more sense. The Second Amendment should be about digital privacy, not defending your rights from the government coming into your home. What are they going to get a quarter in your house, too? They're going to have troops settling in your house to sleep over for a night, too? We need to revise the Constitution so that we can actually start thinking ahead for the next 200 years instead of trying to, like, a t- grip onto the last Yeah, instead of trying to make America right. great again. Yeah. Like that, we you need- don't want to make America great again? America no. was never all that fucking awesome to begin with. What is wrong with you? America but- is amazing because we keep screwing up and we get back up every time we screw up. Exactly. And we're not Canadian. Yeah. America <laughs> we is fuck one- up all yeah. the time. We're constantly uh-huh. fucking up. Right. That's what we do. Sometimes we fuck up half of the world along with us, but sometimes we do fucking awesome things. They still love us. <laughs> oh yeah, they can't get enough of yeah, us. Yeah, they still listen to our pop music. They still watch all of our movies. You know, they still mm-hmm. you know use the technological advances that w- that we come upon. You know, we still do a lot of really cool things. It's just we're getting bogged down in all of the shit that we shouldn't be. So we can have this conversation as soon as the federal government completely reforms ex- how it does every single piece of legislation that it tries to pass and i don't see that happening anytime soon because it's very difficult for them to look inside of themselves and realize uh every that the institution of congress is broken the senate votes poorly the congress votes poorly there is nothing on all the state houses and local houses vote poorly too city if city councils are poorly run everything's poorly run right yeah but but if politics are local so I mean that's if, so we want to start reforming things at that level, then fine. But you have to change the institution of government before yeah. I can uh, I can trust them to have any sort of say in uh, in uh, absolutely seventy percent of the time our politicians are going out fundraising. They're not going out and thinking about policy. That's that's why Putin's of the world who know that they're there for the next twenty years <laughs> are looking at Obama. Two and a half years in, Obama already has to start campaigning for a yeah. second term, and now mm. of course he's uh, going into his lame duck period, uh, kicking and screaming. And giving, um, I don't think he's he's just like half asleep every time I see him on TV now. Yeah, it's just really upsetting. Oof, very so, non-passionate. He's, like, so he's like super grumpy and tired of saying the same thing over and over again. Right. And I, really I, I really am upset about it. But what I believe is that if you give up on everything, then it will never change. Exactly. No, I'm not like, giving up. Get out of your get out. Wait, get, universal background checks. We agree on that. Like 80 percent, Yeah, well, eighty percent of the NRA. Believe uh, in universal background checks. And where's the NRA on this? If they want to protect guns rights so much, they should come out and say, oh, we deplore these acts of violence and terrorism, but, you know, whatever. No, Wayne Lee Pierre, the NRA was uh, radicalized in the 70s, and uh, they are completely— So you believe they're a terrorist organization? I do not believe they're a terrorist organization. I mean, if you do want to go—I think they're an arms dealer— yeah, there you go. And uh, sometimes, so is Iran. But so, you can't, you, uh, you know, just like be, Iran. If you're if you're a car dealer and you sell your car to somebody who's a raging alcoholic, they get drunk and they crash it into a school bus and kill all the children. Well, Iran finances a lot of terrorism around the world, yeah. and I think NRA finances a lot of terrorism in America. So I guess they're kind of like Iran, then, isn't it? Isn't that true, Ben? The NRA is, a, is <laughs> Iran. How many centrifuges does the NRA have? Yeah, I think they got a well. They got about as good of a deal from the U.S. government as the Iranians did. So, yeah, yeah I suppose they are kind of like Tell Iran in that way. They, do, they are beating all of our leaders into the ground. Um, all right. Well, what a fun discussion on guns. This is great. Yeah, man. And we all agree. I, what I am saying is uh, go talk to your neighbor. 
Let's get back to society uh, in the in the way where communication is there. When you're mm-hmm. in Walmart, say hello to somebody. Yes. When you're in Target, say hello to somebody. You know, we we live in this world now where people at Wendy's, uh, you know, the minimum wage thing. Wendy's is just like we're going to just make everything robotic. We're going to automate the machines. No one's the the lack of human interaction in this country is becoming very worrisome, and you see that in in uh, a lot of places. Just when it comes to like human touch, human touch is considered very strange to a lot of people now. When we were growing up. Human touch was just it was you you played yeah yeah you know and and those sorts of things are going away and I feel like we're disconnected when we're disconnected from uh, one another and we we don't have the sense of society I think we need to have honestly maybe a universal language something like this some kind some kind of universal bond other than the abstract idea that uh, all are welcome which all are welcome that's the whole point of this country but we need to get. And we, need to, we, we can't demonize people who talk about having an American identity. We have to decide what – I think we are deciding what that identity is, mm-hmm. which is currently – I hate to use the term uh, a culture war. It's been so bastardized by you know, the Newt Gingriches of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but to some degree, there is that happening. What kind of culture do we want to have? And But you, you know, Caitlyn Jenner's Woman of the Year – you know, you have a situation like that. We can't yeah. we can't uh, immediately go home for Thanksgiving and call our uncle transphobic when he's just like, but she's got a dick. Well, let's talk about it because yeah. she does. And should she be woman of the year? Let's have a conversation. Exactly yeah. right. That political correctness that we've all been trained to when we were kids, when our parents and mine included told us never to talk about politics. Don't say you're Persian, not Iranian. Don't I don't do any of that. Yeah, my talk parents about, told me that too. Talk about <laughs> talk about the stuff that makes you feel uncomfortable. It allows you to gain a literacy and being able to be more emotionally intelligent when you're older so you could talk about it with adults. And don't get mad at someone yeah. if they don't understand you. If they mm. don't if they don't share your same point of view, if they're honestly like well, I don't, but she's got a dick. Don't talk down to them. Don't tell them that they're dumb or, you're God, Dad, you're so 20th century. Like, don't say shit like that. Just be good. Be fine. Be, be cool. Cu- be curious. Be curious. Be curious as to why they think just because he's got a dick, he's not a woman. And be bi-curious. <laughs> and don't shoot oh. up the office or a mall. You're like Ben, right. San Berdu in your mouth. San Berdu. <laughs> All right. Well, what an exciting episode it's been. So we all agree gun violence is wrong, but we just try to figure out how to solve it, and uh, maybe the federal government will reform, and I can begin to have faith in it again. But uh, we'll see if that ever happens. Thank Cena, you so much. Thank you, Cena. Where can people find you on Twitter? Cena John, at Cena John on IG and on Twitter and uh, Facebook, Cena John. Uh, I'm on Megan McCain's show every Friday, 8 p.m., uh, America Now, iHeartRadio. That's very exciting. I think Megan would agree with me on this one. Which part of it? All of it. Yeah. (laughs) All right. That's Marcus Parks. You can find him on Twitter at Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel, and you can find me at Ben Kissel. And uh, let's see. I'm doing Red Eye on December 14th. So I have. What was that quip? I had a good. I got a good quip. So I'll remember that for that show. (laughs) All right, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to CaveComedyRadio.com. The savings rock when you find a new way to roll, like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near you. It's easy and free. Plus, you can get cash and other rewards for carpooling, up to $600 a year. Get rolling on a new way to work with Rideshare. 
Register today at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. Hey, have you heard the Virginia Lottery has a new Willy Wonka Golden Ticket Scratcher that has a top prize of $100,000? Tell that to my automated Golden Ticket Scratcher apparatus. You simply put the ticket in here and the machine scratches it for you. And while we wait, we can play the Willy Wonka Golden Ticket online game with a top prize of $1 million. Just visit VALottery.com or use the lottery app. That's one impressive scratcher apparatus. Use it whenever. What's mine is yours. But hands off the scratcher. That Willy Wonka Golden Ticket is all mine. 